0: You guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McEady.
1: And Kelly Williams.
0: And you guys really responded positively to us talking about pop culture and like things that are happening before we start the episode. So we would like to make it a thing because so many of you were receptive to it. Um, Obviously, we're going to be talking about John and Kate Goslin today. You read the description. But there are things happening in the world that we want to discuss
1: I mean, top of mind for me, Troy, did you see Taylor Swift's video where she was like, she was talking about the song that's coming out? It's Lavender something. I am honestly just here for her music at this point with Taylor. And that's a big thing for me to say. Right. But um, it's lavender, I forget what it's called. But she was like, there are crazy weird rumors, and this is about my relationship for si- for the past six years. So that turned into like the people who believe in like Swift and Kaylor mm-hmm. against people who truly believe Taylor's straight. And because like a lavender wedding is supposed to be almost like a bearded wedding. So she's right. using lavender in the title. And everyone like- She knows was, that
0: like, she's a smart girl.
1: <laughs> yeah. Smart girl. But this turn like the the fandom's against each other. And I will say, as I do believe her in- carly were together i genuinely believe her and diana were together but like i'm so far out of it now when people are like are her and joe real i'm like don't ever ask me this again
0: yeah so joe her and joe have been together for that long
1: yeah god damn
0: six years flew
1: yeah i did because it was just before reputation that they allegedly got together
0: I can't believe I even have known his name for 6 years.
1: I can't believe he's been a rising star for 6 years.
0: Damn, she's like very smart cuz it, she it's like she can't answer the question because the goose chase is like the fun of it for her, you know what I mean? So it's like she's not going to like answer the question
1: for sure and I I think about it a lot like just because you know I came out recently. Mm -hmm. and I was always told, like, well, you act pretty much like I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Um, But I do think her songs are queer-coded. I don't think there's any denying that. And if you can not at least agree with that, like, I don't know what to say, and... Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it, because a lot of people were like, wow, like, the Gaylers are really getting shit on. Like, I don't... It's just... I'm just here for the music with Taylor at this point.
0: (laughs) I... Trust me, I get it. Like... I can't even imagine how exhausting it is, especially because it's a weird thing. It's weird to like want to force somebody to come out. And I understand that. But to me, it's even weirder to be so against the idea.
1: Yes. Like
0: that to me is so strange where people are like so against it. It's like, why? And, right. Like, if you know her, you know that she's like hyper aware of what her fans say about her. So, like, you have to know that she is fully fucking aware of these theories and she's, like, really tuned into it. And if she's leaning into it, like, she wants people to be questioning it.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I mean, Rolling Stone magazine would have have put out a article about Taylor Swift allegedly, you know, queer coding music. Is she queer? Is she whatever? If Taylor Swift did Mm -hmm. not approve that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. 1000%. Like she's a very smart girl. I'm excited for new Taylor music. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe this time we'll know who Lana Del Rey is. Unlike that episode we did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when she releases new music, we should give her like her official episode. That's like not about like girl, like other girls, just like about Taylor, you know?
1: You heard it here first. The week after Midnight will be the Taylor Swift Patreon episode.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. I also, I know that this is a couple weeks old now, but, you know, as two sorcerers, (laughs) I didn't talk about (laughs) us creating the moment Demi bringing Ashley Simpson on stage. We put that shit into the world and it happened.
1: Sometimes we use our powers for good.
0: <laughs> Do you think Demi just listens? Like, was Demi like listening while she's getting her like nails done or something? Yes. And then she's like, I'm gonna fuck with these two.
1: <laughs> Somebody commented on our Selena Patreon episode that if they were a celebrity, they would listen to our podcast and take a shot for everyone we get right.
0: <laughs> listen, if I was a celebrity, I would listen too. Cause I feel like it'd be really smart to listen. And Demi, if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that moment. It was so beautiful and gorgeous.
1: I think I woke up to the text from you and it was like four videos from different angles. I was like, this is beautiful.
0: (laughs) I've never been so happy. I just like, I, I was like mostly happy to see Ashley sew it. Like she was so excited. She
1: looked so good. Oh
0: my God. She looked amazing. And like You know, she hasn't been on stage in front of that many people in like 10 years. She probably was floating off the ground. So I was just happy for her to have a moment, you know?
1: And Ashley, we welcome you back into the music world. Or even if you just want to tour, autobiography. I mean, (sighs) whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Girl, I'll pay for, I will fund the tour. I'll fund the re-release, the album print or whatever. I'll fund it. I'll do it.
1: Now, Troy, I hate to knock you down, but I think I found out Jessica Simpson's news that she was teasing. Yeah. (laughs) She's making her book into a TV show. Yes. And I unfortunately think that's the news. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Well, that's okay. I mean, I think it's fun that she's like trying, you know, doing something kind of random and like good for her for leaning into her book being so successful, you know?
1: Look at you being supportive.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what would be incredible if Ashley and Jessica did like a Simpsons tour and Jessica toured like In The Skin and Ashley toured, like they just toured their old music.
1: Could you? Yes,
0: yes. That would be so cool. But no, I'm, I'm supportive. Do you know if her turning it into a show is like, like is it gonna be like a? is she hiring people to like what what is the I don't what is happening?
1: All I can't lie, all I've read are headlines and I know John Stamos is in it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Listen to our Mary Kate Nashley episode if you want to know why that response was that response.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh not him, not Mr. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So as Troy said, we are powerful witches and we have put a divorce curse on Tom and Giselle um, (laughs) right after we released that episode. And I said, I'm pretty sure they're divorcing. It's like almost confirmed that they're divorcing. Yeah. And I almost think Tom forgot that Giselle is that bitch who will call paparazzi on herself. Yes. You know, she has no issue going to a divorce attorney, calling some paparazzi and being like, take my picture out here.
0: Yeah, she's a media girl.
1: Yeah, and she always has been.
0: Um, Actually, before we started recording, I got an alert on my phone from TMZ that says, Giselle Bündchen drops possible hint at what led to split with Tom. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, she commented on an Instagram post or something being like, be with someone who gives the same amount of effort as you do. (laughs) And she like commented a heart emoji.
0: I mean, listen... There's nothing that I want more for Giselle to, than to be in a relationship with somebody that is worthy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, girl, end it. Cut the head off the snake. Giselle could, she is like in the prime of her fucking life. She could be with anyone. Please. come. I, on. Com-
1: I completely agree. And, you know, I've seen so many memes of people being like, well, you know, Tom chose a ball over Giselle or whatever the memes were. Because that's what happened, basically. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, what a shitty dad too, right? No. Like, everyone's talking about Giselle, but I'm like, he's also did it to his kids.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, he, I mean, he has to know that this is, like, publicly going to be so major. Like.
1: Yeah. And you know. what's so insane is Giselle's way Worth way more than him. Right. And she's way more famous than he is worldwide, at least.
0: Yeah. I was going to say she's like a globe, like she's like a real supermodel. Yeah. You know, not just a model, like she's an actual supermodel.
1: Like they don't make them like her anymore.
0: Mm-mm. Like household name, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm rooting for her. I really am. Like I really just like, I hope that it, like, leads her into, like, a new era of her career. Like, a divorce era where she's, like, hot and, like, out in the public eye a lot. I think that would be really cool.
1: Who would you set her up with if you could? Could you imagine, like, her with Chris Evans or something? Oh,
0: my God. Oh. Dude, that's the thing is I could could put her with anyone. Like, she
1: matches with, like, any man. You know what I mean? That's true. I would say, like, Chris Evans or... I think Idris Elba's married, but if he wasn't, I think that would be the powerful couple.
0: Yeah. My mind immediately went to Idris Elba. I don't know why. Just picturing him holding her like waist on a red carpet is like, (laughs) oof.
1: Troy's getting so hot and bothered, and we just started.
0: (laughs) I know. This coffee's making me horny.
1: (laughs) And we're big challenge heads. We just have to remind you the challenge is back. They're not paying us for this ad. We just want people to watch it. (laughs)
0: no we just want people to watch that the challenge never goes off the air which i I, I, at this point it's older than us so i don't think it will um and we do also have to of course before we get into things we have to talk about mr west mr west mr kanye um this is wild
1: i don't think there's anything to say other than he shouldn't be on social media um I know we've talked, obviously, there's a lot of, like, mental health stuff, but you cannot go out there and say, like, be anti-Black, be anti-Semitic, like. Mm-hmm. And then, obvious, like, I feel like he put his kids in danger, kind of, like, talking about the school they would go to. Mm-hmm. And not just his, his kids, like, everyone at that school. Right. I, it's it's too it's much. Really just like... could you... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean no, that. you go, go, go. Could you imagine if like, say Selena Gomez or Taylor Swift or or even Meg Thee Stallion, right? Anyone like who's huge right now, a female pop star, a rapper that's big, Mm -hmm. if they were acting like this, they would be put in a conservatorship in one second.
0: Yeah. That's literally word for word what I was going to say. Like the excuses that we continue to make for this man, like it's as clear as day. Like it couldn't be more obvious that we are obsessed with finding ways of like, explaining kanye's like poor behavior away you know whereas like if he was a woman especially a black woman there's absolutely no way he wouldn't have already had everything taken away from him and you know people would already have been throwing tomatoes at him like there are people on tiktok trying to rationalize why he wore a designed a white lives matter shirt like are you okay mm-hmm You know what I mean? And it's also, I know that we talk about this a lot and I've said this a million times, but like, I just find it so not interesting to watch somebody manic be manic in public anymore. Like the every single moment, every day, like, you know, just deciphering what he says and like, you know, following his like moment by moment manic behavior is just not interesting. You know, trying to make sense of it. Why?
1: I mean, he said death con five on Jewish people when I wake up. Yeah. He made Jamie
0: Lee Curtis cry in an interview.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That alone. Absolutely not. Just all of
1: it. And I guarantee you in five years, there's going to be a Netflix documentary called Escaping Dawn to School.
0: (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. They're probably already trying to get the rights to the name now.
1: It's 15 grand to go there. You have to sign an NDA, and it's not an accredited school, so all the kids going there are going to have to repeat. Like,
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the curriculum is going to be like Jesus walks and Donda. I mean, it's just he's, it's sad. Like, it's sad to watch somebody who at one time meant so much to, like, his community.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um... To, like, watch him just fucking bury his legacy like that and piss on it is, like, wild and really sad and just gross. Like, I just can't stomach him anymore. I can't.
1: Mm -hmm. And if anyone hasn't, there was footage released, I want to say by Vice, of clips that were cut out of the Tucker Carlson interview that were Mm -hmm. so nasty, specifically about Jewish people he was talking about. Okay. That Fox News like cut out. So he took it to Twitter basically, but um just it's really hard to watch. Um but yeah, I just he can't have a platform anymore and I know people will be like, "Well, freedom of speech." I'm like, "Freedom of speech doesn't mean you can threaten people."
0: Yeah. And like I think it just honestly shows that he's reached that point of being a celebrity where he's like his universe is so far removed from like society like he's the least reliable resource when it comes to knowing anything about what's going on in the world or like what we need to be doing Mm. or what's best for people he's in another galaxy like we are not living in the same universe kanye west like you don't you have no idea what is good for me but thank Mm -hmm. you
1: and i don't want him to get attention anymore honestly i don't i know it's not that easy but
0: I know. I just wish that, like, I just, like, the TMZ alerts popping up every couple minutes of, like, new stuff that he said. I'm just like, I don't, I can't. Like, okay. <laughs> like, another manic thought from Kanye about Jewish people. Amazing. I don't want it anymore. Like, I don't care about what he's saying.
1: No. No, and and it, it must be scary, honestly. I know I shit on the family quite a bit, but it must be scary for the Kardashians to not I mean, really know what he's going to do next. mm
0: mm-hmm. 1,000%. Uh, and like you said earlier, like, his kids, like, he's consistently putting his kids in danger mm-hmm. by talking about his family like that publicly. And, like, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, you really... To make people who are, like, turning on the Kardashians, which is the whole world, sympathize with them. Like, you yeah. really are, you know?
1: Because the way I think of it, keeps saying my kids were kidnapped from me. I wasn't allowed to see my kids. So if you hear that so many times, you're like, wow, like, maybe those kids were really, like, maybe he really was, like, not allowed, you know? You're kind of like, what's... Right. I don't know. But it- say if he has, like, crazy fans. Everyone has fans that go overboard everyone he put Mm -hmm. up the school's name in my head I'm like what if a what if a fan goes to that school and they were like you know Kanye said you were like kidnapped I'm gonna bring you to Kanye like a like you know that was my first thought honestly
0: yeah and people already have so much fear about like sending their kids to school now right you're gonna like do a interview and like why you know what I mean? Like, why? Why are you doing this so publicly? And also, we know the game that the Car- the Kardashians play when it comes to like their exes, and it's like you are giving them all the rope that they need. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't you couldn't put yourself in a worse situation for like fighting against the Kardashians. They are in bed with every news publication, and you are saying the craziest shit. Like, you're yeah. you're digging your own grave. You've already dug it. Yeah. So those are our thoughts on Kanye.
1: (laughs) Shall we do our thoughts on John and Kate.
0: Yeah. Tell me your thoughts about this family and this show.
1: So I, we, we did this in Philly. Um, We talked about John and Kate there. If you're at the show, thanks for coming. Uh, But I feel like for me, I know that the Hills was probably on when John and Kate Plus 8 was on. I'm sure there was some overlap, but to me, Kate Gossum was the first like celebrity reality star, which probably sounds silly. It's probably also incorrect, but just with the haircut and her being on every magazine and her being everywhere, I was kind of like, oh, like you Mm -hmm. can really, really be a celebrity if you're a reality star. And I always felt bad for John. I I felt like he looked so miserable. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't think that's wrong to say at all I think that people and I will include include myself in this because like I didn't know I guess just like how big of a deal the show was until I had done an episode about it for Dunzo and mm-hmm. I watched it of course I was like a fan and I I followed the the family and the show for like years but I didn't really understand like the magnitude of it like how big of a celebrity Kate Gosselin was how important she was to that network she basically was the Kardashians for TLC like she was as powerful um the you know to the point that they were like doing anything they could to keep her on TV like and you know on top of that like the endorsements and like the amount of money that she was making at the time was like really profound for a reality star I'm not saying that this is any of this is like good but (laughs) um you know it had never been done before and I mean it got to the point that their whole entire house like every item everything they were wearing what they were eating the tv that they were watching the toys they were playing with all of it was sponsored like their house was like a a tv set yeah every item was an endorsement like they were the real Truman show you know what I mean like they were really living a really weird life. I don't think any reality star has been, I wouldn't even say the Kardashians with all of their sponsored shit. Like those are their own companies.
1: Yeah. Kate just
0: had a house full, like Tropicana, Little Pikes, every Nike, all these companies. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy.
1: Yeah. She's like the OG influencer, except she did it on reality TV. (laughs) Right.
0: Like legit like truly was the OG influencer and a lot of the stuff now, like when we were reading about um, or when we were talking about a lot of this stuff, like in Philly, it was so funny because everybody was like laughing at her and I was like, no, this shit's serious.
1: Like this really (laughs) happened. Like
0: we, we really made her this famous. This is not a joke.
1: (laughs) Now, Troy, I am going to ask you to share your Kate story. I think I've, I've made you tell it to me about 15 times now, but now is the appropriate time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> everybody who's heard it is like they just started swerving off the road they're like no uh, get back on the road <laughs> so it is appropriate because it does add into this whole thing so if you don't know I met I, got, I was lucky enough to meet Kate Goslin like 10 years ago um I went to a women's convention center um it was a like a women's fair was it for moms And uh, Kate Dawson was there, like, signing autographs. She was horrible. She was terribly mean. Um, She kept saying over and over because people were, like, crying. And at the time, she was, like, so famous. So, like, all these women were there that were, like, dressed up like her. And they all had her hair cut. Like, hundreds of women had the same hair as her. And they all had a bunch of kids. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, these women are having kids to have as many kids as her. Like, this is (laughs) great. And when we got up to the table to get a signature from her, she kept saying, "She people were crying. She kept saying, I don't know why you guys care about me. I don't know why. I'm really not a big deal. I don't know why. You. She was like bullying people for being excited to meet her. And she had a um, shopping bag full of money because uh, she was collecting cash for I don't even know what.
1: Like just tips.
0: Yeah, they're just getting tipped and they were just putting it in bags. Like, I was like, oh, that's ghetto. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. And yeah, it was like one of the craziest experiences. I mean, people in tears. The line was wrapped around this invention center, people flying in from other parts of the world. Like, it was like Kim Kardashian was there and it was heat, uh, hate hair as well.
1: I love that story. It's my favorite. <laughs>
0: and that's another reason that i'm like no you don't get how famous she was i saw it in person it scared the fuck out of me i was like are these women having kids because he has kids and my friend was like yes they are
1: This fucking crazy people either loved or hated her there was no in between no one was like she's okay
0: right <laughs> she was so polarizing like yeah and then poor john
1: John ended up becoming Michael Lohan. So, I mean, he seems like he's grown out of it now. And I know, I want to say someone in the crowd said he DJs once a week or every other week in Philly at a bar or something. Oh, Um, yeah. We weren't invited. Next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Poor John. (laughs) I don't think we've ever seen a male celebrity have such like a public midlife crisis like that. And it was so, it was a midlife crisis, truly in its purest form. Like all of the most cliche shit you can do, when you go through one, he did all of it.
1: One thing that really stands up to me about them is their divorce and how paparazzi used to be like at the end of that long, long driveway. And you would see Mm -hmm. John try and get into the gate. And then Kate would be like, you're not allowed today. And the paparazzi would be right there. I'm like, why? I know. Rural Pennsylvania paparazzi have never been happier.
0: That house. That fucking house.
1: A mansion. Does she still live in that?
0: I don't know. I don't know if she does. I know she held on to it. She, like, white-knuckled it to keep that house. Yeah. Because you basically, it's like you've built a compound. (laughs) Yeah. It is literally like a polygamous compound for all of your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um...
1: Well, those were our opinions and everything from here on out is alleged. And what Troy is about to read to you is fucking bananas.
0: So basically in a nutshell, aside from the fact that I, I truly believe that Kate like hunted John, like, cause she wanted to marry a rich doctor. So she put herself in the position to marry a rich doctor because she was a nurse. And a lot of people think that she like preyed on him in a way. So she met him, was like, I secured the bag, whatever. But the crazy thing was that so <laughs> there was this family, this very famous family in the nineties, specifically ninety seven is when they became famous, called the Macawhis. If you look them up, like they're very like early internet famous, and they became like notable people because they were the first family to have a successful septuplets birth. And it was four boys and three girls. There was this huge frenzy around them. Like the president had reached out to them. They were in commercials. They were on the cover of Time magazine. They had people giving them scholarships for college and um, like all of this shit, like money, cars. They had a house built for them by some show or something. Um it was just like a wild. They were very, very famous. But they didn't want to be famous. They were very chill, like a religious family. They were like, thank you for all the things. We don't want to be on TV. You know, we don't want to be on Jay Leno. Like, we're good. So then in 2014, this guy named Robert Hoffman wrote a book about Kate, about how she fooled the world and how she stole this woman's identity. (laughs) And in the book, he talks about how Kate had this obsession with this woman. And she was obsessed with the Macaulay family. She started modeling her life around them to the point that she had the same amount of children. She used all of the same techniques to get free stuff. She named her first and last kid after this woman's children, who's by the way, their names are Alexis and Joel. And yeah, she basically took that woman's idea on becoming famous and was like, I do like being on TV.
1: My mind is blown. (laughs) I know.
0: I know. Fucking nuts. Like she stole a woman's identity.
1: Boldly. And then became rich, 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 rich. (laughs) Do you think the McCarthy's are a little pissed? (laughs) McCarthy's? I'm sorry, McCarthy's. I don't
0: know. I don't know if anybody's ever... Asked them about it or if they've ever publicly spoken about Kate, but they went faded into obscurity after Kate became famous. Um, yeah,
1: they're probably terrified (laughs) of her.
0: So, then to add on to that, after they became famous and after she was like successful in like achieving that goal, um, you know, Kate lived their family lived off of like handouts because they didn't have enough money to support all the children that they chose to have. So Kate lived off of like community donations, church donations. Um, she had a website called like the Goslin's Love Fund or something. She I even created GoFundMe.
1: I can't believe she started GoFundMe.
0: <laughs> 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 she invented it. She's so profound. <laughs> but it basically wasn't GoFundMe. It was like donate to our love fund out of like you know you're out of like the the love of your heart and your love of god like donate to us um she made like tons of money from stealing basically from the community and then when she became famous she cut everybody off that she knew and they stopped talking to all these people all the church people and whatever they just were like bye bitch thanks for the cribs we're good (laughs)
1: 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host
0: Shima Oliei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks of 50 of the country's most ambitious teens, can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after?
1: Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So we start off the blinds in 2008. Well, 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 what do we have here? This reality couple who basically makes a living being a couple is not really the couple they pretend to be. It seems that not only do the couple not sleep together, most of the time they do not even sleep under the same roof. Can't stand each other, but suffer through pretending for the sake of the money. Not who you're thinking. Think bigger. And of course, that's John and Kate. I assume Kate sleeps like a bat hanging upside down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) like clinching onto a coupon book while she rocks back and forth (laughs) we're now in 2009 which tv stars fight with her man started started because of his wandering eye it seems she didn't pay enough attention to him so he found someone else that did which reality tv dad is trying to escape rumors that he's cheating by claiming the woman he supposedly slept with prefers women and 2009 was like, remember John's like cheating, like the hot tub scandal and like all that stuff.
1: When all of a sudden he's wearing Ed Hardy and you're like, oh no.
0: <laughs> and all these girls are like, he has an extremely tiny penis. He tried to have sex with me at a pool. He
1: <laughs> was like,
0: that one definitely wasn't true. Yeah. The only one that lied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this reality girl thinks very highly of herself and her appearance. She honestly believes that other women look at her with envy and they envy everything about her and want to be just like her. She talks a lot about her vision of other women going to their hair salon and demanding her hairstyle by name, like a Dorothy Hamlin or a Farrah or a Rachel, along with products to support that style. However, while there are many companies who are ready to profit from her high-profile lifestyle, she is really, really annoyed that there is not a single beauty or consumer goods company who wants to name a product line after her. Perhaps they are steering clear because there are at least a half dozen other things she should be attending to right now, like her crumbling personal life. And you know what? Kate Gosselin does have a haircut named after her. I know. (laughs) I guess they kind of call it the Karen now, but it is the Kate Gosselin.
0: It's 1,000%. And to be fair, even though that blind is truly ridiculous, they did turn her hair into a Halloween Co- like costume like and it and i don't remember it was called like mom of eight or something like the bag wig like the you know from like the halloween store
1: do you think she picked it up and she's like it should say kate
0: yeah she's probably like are you i can make money off of this are you kidding me
1: that's actually smart she's yeah i get why she's mad
0: honestly same when most couples divorce, they want it over with as quickly as possible so that they can move on with their lives or for the sake of their children or because lengthy divorces cost more money. But not this couple. They are currently negotiating to stretch out the divorce as long as possible, even though they can't stand each other and have lived separate lives for a while now. As long as the family is somewhat intact, they both make a lot more money if they could than they could with a regular job right now they are negotiating for two plus years of continued steady income yes that's right he's just as motivated by the money as she is and Even- i mean the divorce was big business though
1: oh yeah are you
0: kidding me like they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars a week from the tabloids the interviews like the paparazzi photos like they were so famous
1: and they loved every second of it. <laughs> they
0: were obsessed.
1: <laughs> like, I kind of like, miss celebrities who just like unapologetically love being famous. Like Julia Fox reminds me of that.
0: 1000. Such a good comparison. Because then you can embrace like her. I feel like people embrace her now because they know her gig. You know, it's like it's easy to like somebody when you don't like, you know, what their intentions like she wants to be famous.
1: Yeah. And she's doing a great job at it. Exactly. Even though cameras seem to follow reality stars constantly, there are still many incidents that never make it to your small screen. For example, it wasn't until recently that you learned that this reality couple split up last year, but continued to act like a couple for the cameras for at least eight months after the breakup. With the encouragement of the show's producers, they've covered up the truth for the sake of ratings in dollars. And I love how now, if you hear that like allegedly like jay and kristen kind of stayed together for the cameras mm, it's like of course mm-hmm. they did but back in 2009 it's like
0: <gasps> yeah that was so controversial and people being like i always knew because you could tell by their interviews that they're not in love
1: like no she used to berate him every day <laughs> all day they would be he on like was... separate love seats at one point <laughs> I know.
0: He was literally in an abusive relationship on on television. Like, it's yeah, everybody knew. Come on, girl. (laughs) Here's another example. It seems that one star of the same show was involved in a hit and run last year, but managed to completely skirt any legal ramifications. She hit a parked car, causing substantial damage, but continued on her way without... (laughs) But continued on her way without stopping. Well, witnesses wrote down the license plate number, which was not difficult to remember as it was a vanity plate. And the police soon came knocking on the door. According to two different neighbors, the reality star began yelling, I did not stop because I'm a public figure. You can't charge me. I'm a public figure. Despite this admission of guilt, she was never charged with a crime, nor was it ever mentioned on the reality show. Fast payouts to the municipality. Oof. Fa- <laughs> Fast payouts to the, to the municipality. Okay, one more time. Fast payouts to the municipality. <laughs> one more time. You can leave this all in. Okay. Fast payouts to the municip-
1: municipality. Okay.
0: Municipality. Whoa. And the car's owner may have may have the effect of suicide. <laughs> and to the car's owner may have had the effect of soothing ruffled feathers and rumpled fenders. That's hilarious.
1: Do you think your vanity plate was Kate? But instead of an A, it was an eight. Yeah. <laughs> or just K eight.
0: I was thinking, that's why I was like laughing because i like, why I wonder what it said. Like, did it say Kate plus Eight? Like, oh my God.
1: I bet you it just said Kate. Gee, like no mention of her kids. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah even though it's like the family car. <laughs> <laughs> Driving a bus.
1: <laughs> when I refer to someone as an A-list reality star, it just means they're at the top of the reality show food chain. So over the weekend, this married A-list male reality star would not stop hitting on this younger A-list female reality star. He kept following her around like a puppy and saying things like, we should really work together. Yes, he said that. When they were first introduced, she was very polite, but then he started getting close and doing the touching thing. The rest of the night was the puppy dog thing and trying to impress her. She wasn't. It didn't stop him from telling everyone at the party, though, how she was into him. That's John Goslin hitting on Kim Kardashian. The confidence, the confidence of oh him, goodness, or delusion. Goodness. I don't know.
0: Michael Lohan really had him feeling like he was the man. Like truly, he was like, Oh, I'm gorgeous and famous and rich.
1: <laughs> and it's Michael Lohan telling you that.
0: <laughs> he's like, My hair plugs are coming in beautifully. I'm living.
1: But one thing about John, um, that are in later blinds, and even if you look at like on Reddit, he's very touchy, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like touch your arm, stroke your arm. Like he he allegedly is always handsy. And yeah. And
0: cool. One thing I also do want to say before we move too far out of like 2009-ish, um, another thing that I found really interesting was like going back and rereading a lot of this stuff, the way that their makeovers, if you want to use that in quotes, were talked about, where John, he was really like, bullied for wanting to like look nice yeah you know she had gotten like a tummy tuck and she got some extensions in her hair which was like the biggest deal Mm -hmm. that she got extensions because she changed the signature hair and I remember it being like a big deal like who's gonna be able to do Kate's hair like that was like a big deal and people really fucking ate her up they were like you you vapid shallow whore Like, you disgusting piece of shit. And then John went and spent thousands of dollars at Gadzooks or whatever to get all of his fucking shit. And (laughs) nobody cared. (laughs) Or wherever you buy all that Ed Hardy shit, like, everybody was like, yes. (laughs)
1: Like, it's because (laughs) Kate was so disliked and screamed at him on TV constantly (laughs) that everyone was like, he's free. He's free.
0: They're like oh he found himself in motorcycles oh cute.
1: <laughs> someone listening right now is like so did my dad never saw him. I'm like, no i'm just kidding i'm just
0: i'm sorry to the person listening cup and head-to-toe ed hardy like on a motorcycle right now they're like wait what <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we're now in 2010 this reality star Well, not really anymore, thank goodness. Anyway, she recently got a $2,000 haircut and did not tip anyone. She also said that she she also said thank you to just one person, and that was her bodyguard when he opened the door for her. She's classless.
1: That's an expensive fucking haircut. (laughs) Did not tip. My God. That's when she got her extensions for sure.
0: For sure. Now we're in
1: 2011. This famous celebrity baby mama is currently trying to adopt a child from another country. She's doing it with good intentions mostly, but we hear she'll be trying to broker a deal with the mags for the first photos in order to use the money to fund her already existing children's college funds.
0: We're now in 2013. When this former B list celebrity and sometimes remembered reality star who is now a C minus list celebrity with B plus list name recognition was caught flirting with another woman by his significant other, this is what the significant other said to the celebrity quote You really think some woman is going to be interested in you? Yeah, you could get their photo in a tabloid, but who's going to put up with your chain smoking, bong hitting, can't stop eating, no job having? I'm imagining she's winding her neck. <laughs> Who has a ton of kids and will be broke as a joke if I leave. She said it way better. Apparently, when you're screaming it, the point gets across more.
1: <laughs> Kate Gosselin scares the fucking shit out of me. I just as want you to can. put that out there.
0: <laughs> she wants you to be scared of her.
1: It works. It worked, Kate. <laughs> So this is a really long one i'm not going to read the reveals because the reveals there's only three um and the third one is the most shocking
0: it's so powerful
1: there was an interesting last minute change to the cast of dancing with the stars that very few people know about one of the cast members was supposed to be a male reality star who was no longer on television on a regular basis his contract was this close to being signed however When his ex found out that he was going to be joining the cast, she started making calls to try to prevent him from being on the show. Why would she do that? To punish him. She feels that his fame came from her hard work since he betrayed her. She has succeeded in making sure that he suffers for it every single day. He's gone from player to pauper since they split. He can't keep a job and has been through a half dozen jobs in the past few years, each more menial than the next. She likes the fact that his reputation has suffered and that he's been struggling without her. She wants to make sure that everyone knows that she is the better parent, she's the better breadwinner, and she's the better person. Keeping him off TV and keeping him away from a regular paycheck is just her latest punishment. It was easy for her to start a telephone campaign to keep him off Dancing with the Stars. It worked, too. At the last minute, another man was substituted for her ex. So, of course, the male reality star being John, his ex being Kate, and they substituted John Goslin with Bill Nye the Science Guy.
0: <laughs> Blinds like that are why I am obsessed with this show that we're putting on, this little, this little program that we are putting on.
1: <laughs> if I can talk about Bill Nye the Science Guy and John Goslin in the same sentence, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, like, what? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs>
0: this B-list celebrity mom and former reality star who was one of the worst celebrity moms ever spent the night with this washed up former A-list reality star who will be a D-list celebrity for a few more days until his return to television. Considering they share something in common besides kids and a love of booze, it could happen. Oh, and they also have seen the same guy naked, although under slightly different circumstances. So the B-list celebrity terrible mom is Dina Lohan. The A-list reality star being John, the TV show being Couples Therapy, and the guy that they've both seen naked being Michael Lohan. And I will tell you that I also forgot about the era where John was like trying to make his other girlfriend like a star with him.
1: Was it Kate Major? Yes. I think about Kate Major a lot. Like like constantly.
0: Like holy fuck.
1: Because that, Kate Major ended up with Michael Lohan, right?
0: Yes. She ended up with Michael. They had a crazy public thing. Oh,
1: and they're like, still married. Really? Her, Kate Major and Michael Lohan are still married.
0: Am I making up that Kate Major like worked at Us Weekly or something? She was like a, she like worked at a tabloid.
1: I mean, i believe it. I don't know.
0: That was wild
1: but yeah they were a love triangle
0: yeah that was like just the thought that like John Goslin doing like an interview at eight o'clock was like a big world event is mind-blowing to me
1: I want to say we've come so far but I don't think we have
0: we have not <laughs> we have
1: not <laughs> but let me be clear if John Goslin did an interview at 8 a.m. I would probably watch it still
0: 1,000%. I'd be the first in line.
1: Troy loved John Cossack.
0: <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. He's the love of my life. That
1: 2014. <laughs> this former A-list reality star, who has crashed and burned down to a D-list reality star and punchline to jokes, was at a party with this former A-list, mostly television actress, who now does television and reality hosting. The reality star kept trying to take photos with the actress and putting his arm around her and hugging her and embarrassing the hell out of everyone. When our actress tried to get away from him, he called her a bitch. That's John Gosselin at the Maxim Super Bowl party hitting on Alyssa Milano. Like, what?
0: (laughs) People rise and fall in the entertainment industry all the time. When you are rising, everyone wants to be your friend. And when you're falling, half a dozen people are ready to step over your body and take your place. This former reality star has been planning a comeback. And now that there's a hole in the lineup of a network that banks on reality, she's ready to jump in. She looks good. She's already in meetings, pitching multiple show concepts. She's flexible on dollars, and she knows exactly how the whole system works. This opportunist is ready to go, but producers have to be sure of one important thing. Does the audience still care about her? If they do, her show will be rushed into production within the next couple of months. So this is interesting the falling star being Mama June and the opportunist being Kate. And that's really interesting because one thing that we didn't mention is that, so the Goslins were the first TLC family, Mm -hmm. which is major.
1: Insane.
0: I mean, in every, every family show to come after John and Kate, um both the network and the family has been trying to somehow like rebrand john and kate and make it as successful like hopefully get as much endorsement money basically
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so that's wild
1: who's your favorite tlc family is it the Goslins?
0: i guess of all time i would have to say yeah the goss just because i spent like so much time with them
1: mm-hmm.
0: um if things hadn't gotten so dark with Donnie boo boo like oh. it would have easily been that family because i loved i was a toddler's and tiara's person
1: too oh okay you're whispering yeah well uh we get enough q and on stuff troy Shoot. yeah i
0: know i'm like big john Benet ramsey fan um <laughs> No, but I loved toddlers and tiaras. Like Alana was like my little my little angel. I loved her. What about you?
1: I thought you were going to say if it didn't get so dark, the Duggars, because they were like uh, my weird obsession. Okay. I have taken a large leap back from the family <laughs> over Why? the past few years, um, <laughs> but I used to watch them and just be so like enthralled with how they lived. No music, TV. Yeah. No front hugs, only... Su- I mean, I knew there was darkness in that family. I didn't expect it to be as dark as it came out. Totally. And yeah. then I also used to like Little People, Big World a lot. The Roloffs.
0: Oh, the Roloffs. I oh, love the mom. about the Roloffs? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh, they would be... Ooh. The Roloff family would be up there on my list. Amy Roloff, president.
1: I love... She's so sweet.
0: She's so sweet, so fucking cool and smart.
1: <laughs> Amy Roloff, big fan. <laughs> See, guys, we need to do happier episodes sometimes. Like, yeah, look ahead. at this is
0: what it's like when we laugh. Isn't it fun?
1: <laughs> I can't imagine who would want to watch it, but this former A list reality star who is barely employed now, despite his almost A list name recognition, made a sex tape, and it was not with his still a reality star ex wife nope it was a recent ex-girlfriend she has it and is seeing if there's interest i hope not and that's with when john was with liz janetta could you imagine if john and kate sex oh
0: my god i remember that being talked about oh my god this former cable reality star with a very big family has been making waves again because producers of Celebrity Big Brother UK are interested in him, but want to see if anyone still cares. And he says in parentheses, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to get John on Celebrity Big Brother. Interesting.
1: So I'm going kind to of trigger warning this. Um, it's about Colin, who was living with Kate and then was sent away. And everyone was kind of like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. This on-again, off-again, always wanting to be A-list reality mom is getting much worse in the treatment of her kids. Apparently, the abuse has been ratched up as of late. And um, again, that is allegedly when she sent Colin away. And I remember when that story came out, when Mm -hmm. John was like, I don't know where my son is. Mm -hmm. And was it a nurse who was given a letter being like, I'm, I don't, like, why am I here? Or it was someone at the facility.
0: Yeah, he gave it to I want to say it was like a nurse or somebody or like a some adult that worked mm-hmm. there. But um the facility that she sent him to was this like behavioral like two-star facility where like people were being like abused. And Oh. Yeah, it was like a really really bad place. Um and he didn't have any business being there. So he slipped a literal like escape letter And was like, my mom has me here as, like, some sort of punishment. Like, I need help. I'm not supposed to be here. And then the woman snuck the letter to John because John literally didn't know that he was in a fucking facility. Could you imagine, like, not knowing that your kid is in a behavioral facility against, like, basically being fucking chained down? Like, that was really, really, really... That was, I think, when people really saw, like, how dark Kate could get.
1: And that's also when we found out Hannah lives with John.
0: Mm-hmm. And everyone was like,
1: wait, why did Hannah leave Kate? Wait, are all the kids, like, are they going to split up? And then it became a whole thing. Because yeah, Colin ended it up was... living with John, of course.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. Because she really tried to hide anything like that from being public for, like, ever.
1: Yeah, and she was like, yeah. oh, he was a bad kid. He had to be sent away. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad.
0: Yeah, I love Colin.
1: I was going to say, I feel like even at the beginning, like Colin was always picked on. Uh, maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm just making it No, he
0: me. was picked on. And pe- yeah. I feel like people loved him for that. Like, because he was like the underdog kid.
1: He wasn't Aiden.
0: He wasn't the precious Aiden. <laughs> he wasn't doing mommy's hair every morning. <laughs>
1: No hate
0: to Aiden. We're not No, yeah, we love, we, love, we love Aiden as well. Big Aiden fans as well. We're now in 2018. This A-list reality star who has been in our lives for much longer than we want was forced into our lives because of her kids. She has got to the point now where she can't even remember the lies that she tells from year to year about some of them.
1: This reality mother, all of you know, has never really been considered soft and cuddly. Apparently, she has raided the trust funds of her kids to maintain her lifestyle. So that line was written in 2018. In a few months ago, honestly, probably just after our Philly show, John put out a lawsuit against her saying that she dipped into the kids' trust funds and stole, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars that no one can find. Oh, yeah.
0: you <laughs> knew. I mean, we all were, like, waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I also forgot to mention at the beginning too that one of the things that her sister said um, was that people would be really shocked by like the slave labor that the kids were being put through because they lived in, what, what was it? Where was it?
1: Pennsylvania?
0: Pennsylvania. And there are no child protection laws there because there's no like Hollywood industry in Pennsylvania. So kids can work for like a really long time there. You know, it's not LA. So she was having her kids film for, like, 20 hours a day, and uh, her sister said that, like, one of the darkest things that she saw was that the kids had built, like, a, a quote, secret fort, which was, like, an area where they felt like the cameras couldn't, like, get them, and they would, like, hide in there together.
1: And Kate would just rip the walls down. (laughs)
0: literally Like, full Coraline. So sad.
1: And I don't know if it's true. I, I know, like, teen mom, no one is allowed to touch the kids' money until the kids are 18. Like, even, like, Macy mm. can't reach into Bentley's fund um, oh, or whatever. I wonder if they saw what, like, Kate Gosselin was going to do and they were just like, no, 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 no. no.
0: Yeah. 1,000. Because, like, at the time, like, no kid had been famous like that because of a reality show, like, a child like that. Mm-hmm. And that many, you know? So she was just literally wiling out because she could do anything she wanted and there were no laws protecting her children from her (laughs) like apparently the brand and her thirst for fame and more airtime trumped being a good parent or at least making it and making an effort to even pretend to care this former a-list reality star is a horrible human being and that was when john filed for full custody of colin
1: Now we're in 2019, just like last time when she was already hooked up with a married man while pretending to date for television, this reality star is doing the same thing again. Different married guy, though. And that is when Kate came up with the show Kate Plus Date. Thank God her name rhymes with fucking everything.
0: (laughs) So that's interesting. So the network did end up being like, I guess people, I forgot about Kate Plus Date.
1: I don't think it lasted very long, though.
0: Yeah, they were obviously wrong about people still being interested in her.
1: And know what we didn't talk about is when she was sleeping with the bodyguard and everyone knew. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God. I know. I met him at the women's convention.
1: Did you get it? (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) He was really stunning. Like, he looked like a model, like, in person. He looked like an older gentleman model that would be in, like, a Macy's catalog, like, doing, like sweater vest modeling you know like he was really hot and he was handling her money like the bags
1: <laughs> <laughs> the grocery bags full of tips
0: yeah he's like shoving the money down to make room for more this long long time reality star who has gone through at least half a dozen formats her latest has to hide her longtime boyfriend because obviously that wouldn't fit in the scenario that she's trying to sell oh she was like dating someone and she was doing Kate plus eight or Kate plus date
1: I'm surprised there aren't blinds about her being on Dancing with the Stars.
0: I know. Because that she was She easily... was like mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were like, vote her out, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she was like mean to the real celebrities <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like the dancers who work hard.
0: That clip of her, the one time she danced,
1: the marching. If it's been
0: a while for you. Please YouTube it and like have some fun this evening.
1: Yeah, we're going to allow you guys to have fun for this episode. (laughs) So now we're in 2020. You can always tell when this former reality star is a little short on rent at the end of the month. Almost all of his digs at his reality star X occur occur towards the end of the month so he can get a little cash to pay his bills. All of you know who they are, even if you wish you didn't. And that's John and Kate. And that is when John started slamming ex-wife Kate for not working as a nurse amid coronavirus pandemic, despite having a license, not to stand up for Kate, but she hasn't been a practicing nurse for a little while. I would say, <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Like she hasn't slipped on her gloves in well over ten years. Like I don't think you can just walk in and be like, "Hey, I did this once. Let me at them."
1: It's been it's been like fifteen years, but. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Could it be that a certain celebrity, and I'm using that term loosely, is shirking her oath to help the sick and suffering? So say people close to the ravaged reality star who was taken a leave of absence from her profession at a time when even retirees are returning to help others. Those close to her, and that's a whole lot of people, feel she's being selfish, which is nothing new. Frankly, if I were her, I'd rather be in a hospital. It's much quieter. And that, again, is John slamming her about Corona. I mean, I guess that's true. People did come out of retirement to do, um, to help.
1: Yeah. I take back what I said.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that.
1: This multiple-time reality star always has thirst. She's been doing some heavy drinking from the fountain the past day or two with what is going down with her family. She plays the concerned mother but doesn't even know where her child is. She certainly hasn't tried to get the child back. And that is when um, Colin said John was abusing him. And Kate Mm -hmm. said she was horrified by it and doesn't even know where Colin is.
0: In one blind that we... So we... There were blinds about this and we ended up taking them out for the live show because it just felt like too dark to like read. But there are blind items about... Maddie um, wanting to start like an OnlyFans career Mm -hmm. and like really really being adamant about it so I don't know if that's like a thing that is still even relevant or if that's true or whatever but apparently Maddie is like going to be starting an OnlyFans, that's what the blind items say.
1: And that was actually the last blind item for John and Kate but it's so crazy. I was just trying to find like the most recent John suing Kate. Mm-hmm. There are so many articles of him suing Kate for money, for custody, then Kate suing John over an alleged tell-all. Um, and then she tried to sue him over hacking a phone. John suing her for custody again. Um, John and Kate were sued for over a 100 in 30000 dollars um due to like screwing companies that were sponsoring them. Mm. It's insane how many times they have been sued.
0: Yeah, I know that they got in a lot of trouble because they were doing um, you know those those charities where you like like you donate or like you donate and then you like get like a night with the person or like you get to go to dinner with like a celebrity or like
1: oh my you God. Know. Yeah, I remember those
0: they were like doing those and not fulfilling the the thing like just spend time with the person that donated um and then somehow like, i think people found out that the donations were like going to kate
1: this sounds familiar <laughs>
0: like in the company that was like doing all of it like they were like what the fuck is wrong with you like you were literally a monster <laughs>
1: She's like, what are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah. We're going to sue you. Time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's crazy that we haven't really heard from the kids at all.
0: Yeah. You know, I wonder, I was going to say, I wonder which one will write a book. It's obviously going to be Maddie. I hate that I even <laughs> questioned that. Did you have a favorite kid?
1: I, I liked one of the younger girls. She was really funny. I forget her name.
0: was it a was it a did she I feel like I know who you're talking? Can't about. You had
1: really long hair? yes, i was that Hannah? I can look up their names. It's give me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I really thought Hannah was funny, and I also loved Aiden. And just so everybody knows, <laughs> this just gave me a heart attack. Um on May tenth of twenty twenty two all of the sextuplets turned 18. Wow. So if a tell-all's coming, it'll be soon.
0: Oh my God. And we remember them being born. That's crazy.
1: Wow. 18.
0: That is crazy. Oh, that makes me feel sick.
1: I guess I thought Hannah was one of the older girls, but it's Kara and Maddie are the yeah. oldest. And they're 21.
0: I'm a Maddie girl. Maddie always know. gave her mom hell.
1: I don't remember it that well, I guess. I remember like Aiden and Hannah. Those are the and I remember everyone disliking Colin, which sounds terrible.
0: Maddie was like the the bitchy, like Wednesday Adams older <laughs> sister. She was like the the Angelica. Okay. She was very you dumb babies, if you will. <laughs> um, she was amazing. She was so sarcastic, so witty, a total terror. Like she's like a fire starter. Amazing. I loved her.
1: So if anyone knows Maddie and if Maddie wants to come chat.
0: Yeah, tell her we say hi. <laughs> but we hope that you enjoyed this episode. This was fun and like light and light for us.
1: I know, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Season 3 has been a little dark. Uh yeah. so this week we wanted to kind of brighten the mood and the episode for Patreon is also a lighter mood because the Selena episode for 3 hours it's kind of rough, but Troy, I yeah, have to ask, oh. um, John and Kate, John and Kate are rot- uh, rotted?
0: Purely. Yeah. No I soul actually, left.
1: I don't know if John is.
0: I'm going to say that I think John is because he was such a willing participant in all of Kate's schemes.
1: And tried to act innocent.
0: Yeah, and then he tried to act like it was all her idea, which, sure, maybe it was, but, like, you were on the the Love Fund website and, like, scamming people and shit, too. Like, I think that he's just as sneaky and he kind of just let his wife look like the menace. John loves coin, you know?
1: And just like that, my mind has changed.
0: (laughs) But definitely not, I don't think he's as bad as her. I mean, Kate is in a world on her own. I mean, she's... She's, like, nuclear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone did say, remember when we gave advice for those seven episodes then decided we had no more advice to give? Someone said oh, yeah. they missed it.
0: I saw that.
1: Um, I have advice. Okay. If you're chasing your dreams, there's going to be a lot of really, like, weird points where you're going to have to explain your dreams to people over and over and over. You'll hit walls. You'll hit standstills. You'll hit, like, really weird... Moments where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Just keep going. love that. That's my advice. And today was my last day at AFV, guys. So that's why that's my advice.
0: <laughs> Let's, a round of applause for it being your last day at your job. Thanks it's a real moment. It's yeah. a moment. This is a big deal.
1: I know. That I'm was missing. great advice. Thank you. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We want to be du moi in the charts just this once. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we love and appreciate you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.